This is Government Gone Digital. I'm Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today with Jennifer Harrison, and we're going to talk about some recent changes to our team and how we think other cities and communications groups can learn from them. So we're actually in the process of these changes, but this is something really cool that we've recently decided to try, and we talk a lot about innovation and thinking outside of the box and how we're going to become the city of the future, and one of the things that I realized being here is how important communications and centralized them and streamlining and making sure everyone's on the same pages. And so really interesting, we are going to have a truly centralized communications team, which means we're going to have people that are embedded in the other departments like Parks and Recreation, Police, and Fire, which is what's really unique about this, I think, and Economic Development. So we'll be able to coordinate communications across the organization truly. So some police and fire departments have moved to hiring civilian public information officers, which I think is a great move and really smart since those are real experts in the field. But now we're going to take that a step further and not only hire civilians for those roles, but they'll also report into our team. So think about that link from the police or fire department back to the manager or the mayor's office if you're a city out there listening. So this is really exciting for us. We've obviously spent seven years building the team that we have currently, which is almost like an agency in the organization, but now we're really going to take it a step further by expanding and embedding these professionals into the other departments. Yeah, and I think for us here in Gilbert, it makes perfect sense. We have those established relationships. Like you said, Dana, we've been spending the last seven years building those relationships and showing the value of having actual communicators and marketers in these roles and showing, you know, what we as a team of marketers and communicators can do to help tell a department story, a police department story, a fire department story, um, and help them effectively communicate to their citizens, to the residents. And um, because we have those established relationships, I think this is um, the perfect fit for us as we kind of worked and moved to centralized communications and marketing in the organization. So I'm super excited to um, start the hiring process and, and bring those folks on board and really, you know, centralized communications so that, you know, everybody has the big picture in mind, which I think is super important in an organization as a whole. And I know in a lot of other police and fire departments, they're very siloed from their city town side. Um, That's not the case here. Everybody, we have one mission. We work under the same campaigns, the same goals, missions. Um, So this is going to be something that really helps us streamline those goals and missions as we move forward um, into next year, 2020, with everything we have going on. Yeah, and I think you're exactly right. And this really came to light if you're if you're thinking about it with, you know, understanding, obviously, we have built quite an interesting and innovative and one-of-a-kind team here. And so, as you can imagine, when you build a team like that, you get inundated with requests every day from every department who thinks that they should be the priority and need us to either create logos for them or make videos and help them with their messaging and outreach. So we'd gotten to the point with everything we've done where some of these departments demand almost full-time assistance. And so 
for example, Parks and Recreation, that department was constantly coming to us with marketing needs. And we had determined that, yes, in fact, they did need a dedicated person to marketing. We have some huge projects coming down the pipeline um, in the next 18 months, a major regional park, a huge water park. Um, we run a cactus yards at the national facility that draws people from all over the country for various sports tournaments. And so it was really important that the level of marketing that these projects have is not just kind of your rinky-dink, let's make a flyer, let's send it in the mail. Um, this is really stuff that needs a high-quality, high-level marketer to create whatever that information is. So we understood that, the, that, yes, they did need a marketing person. And what they thought was they needed a parks and recreation person who could do marketing. But you're not going to get the caliber of person that you would truly need to market these projects that are going to have eyeballs all across the country on them, right? You'll get someone that, yes, could they make you a basic flyer for sure, but can they design you, you know, a logo that's going to be seen everywhere or a, a massive billboard that thousands and thousands of people are going to pass every day? So we understood this. But then we also knew on the flip side how do you attract a person with the skill set we would need, a marketer, a true digital marketer, to want to go and live in a parks and recreation department for the rest of their career? And no offense to parks and recreation, but if you're a marketer, you're going to want to be working with other marketing people and you want to be learning from them and you want to be connected to that team. So we took a lot of time to think about what this structure would look like and, and how we would build this kind of pipeline of people in these other departments to move into our department so they'll be connected to our team. They'll be a part of our team. They'll be a caliber of person that would be on our team. And yet they're going to live and breathe in these other departments where they can really get to know the ins and outs and build relationships with the people there. And so it came to light through this parks and recreation example. But then when I really started thinking about it, I thought, well, what would be different about doing that in public safety and police and fire? Really nothing. It's the same concept. And yet no other city has thought about doing it this way. I Again, I think they've tried in various ways where they want to hire a civilian PIO because, again, a police officer doing social media during an emergency is not going to be the same as a professionally trained social media manager handling your social media during emergency. And so a lot of times our team will go and assist in emergency situations or these big projects, these big events. So the work was still falling on our team because even if you have the people in the department, if they're not the caliber of people you need, they're not going to be able to provide you the outcomes and deliver the quality product that you're going to need. So we started really thinking, okay, how does this, what does this look like? And so basically the city manager, Patrick, said everything, everyone, economic development currently has a marketing person. That person will now report into our team and there should be no exceptions for this. Everyone that's doing marketing work should be reporting into the same team and centralized. Like you said, one mission, one message, all focused on the city of the future. And so I think it's an amazing opportunity for us to do something, one that no other city has done, but also something that other cities, I, I believe, truly could emulate because I think there are a lot of other cities out there who could benefit from doing something like this. Every time I turn on the news, I see you know situations where a police department seems to be completely siloed from the mayor's office or the manager's office, and they're not on the same message, and they're not all connected, especially in emergency situations. And so I think 
Now the, the real challenge for us is going to be finding the right people, which is key. So you're right. You said, you know, the jobs, the jobs are posted now. So if you're listening and curious, you should definitely visit gilbertaz.gov and look for open job postings and look around at what those jobs might be or share them with other people. Because we also talk a lot about creating the jobs of the future. And I truly think this is a model that could work well into the future for us. Yeah, and another thing that we discovered when we were, you know, sitting down and really talking about the structure and, and what are the benefits of centralizing marketing communications was that we had, um, because our public safety PIOs were, you know, sergeants or captains, we had um, trained over 14 different PIOs in seven years. So that averages out to two a year, right? And so thinking about the amount of time and energy we spent trying to train um, these folks who probably, most of them had zero experience in marketing or communications, media relations, or social media when they started. So we were really starting from square one with them. Some of them were open to the idea, especially with social media, and some of them were less open to the idea. And so when you look at the time and energy we spent on training those folks to get them up to speed and then to have them leave a year or two later and just to have to train someone else. It was a lot of work, a lot of effort. And honestly, it was hurting the departments because they were starting over every two years as well. And so, you know, we had get gotten in a groove to how they were marketing and how their social media presence was looking. And then all of a sudden they had to start all over and their, their outreach kind of suffered a lot. So this is something now that we're going to be moving to that civilian role and having someone, um, in that position for longer than two years and, you know, um, hopefully long term, this is really going to benefit them so they're not having to start over every couple of years when those positions rotate. So that's something that I'm really excited about and really was a draw for me when we were talking about these, these positions and centralizing them within our department. So, and on top of that, with the parks and recreation position, um, when they had mentioned that it needed to be a parks and recreation person, um, as you mentioned, Dana, that's not the case. A good marketer can market anything. The point with making sure that whoever we hire is actually going to take the time to learn parks and recreation and what their goals are, sit down with the teams and understand um, kind of their focus areas and then figure out how to best market those goals that they have. So that's something that we're looking for, you know, first and foremost, a marketer and then someone who has a passion for parks and recreation who will be happy um, to be working in the different departments that they're they're focusing in. Um, so that's something that um, I've definitely been thinking a lot about and and realizing that a good marketer, I mean, when I started seven years ago, I had no local government experience. I was a marketer and I came in, took the time to learn the organization, and here we are seven years later and we've accomplished so much. And so um, when you think you need an actual specific, industry-specific marketer, that's not necessarily the case. I wouldn't limit yourself to that. Absolutely. And also I want to mention that this was a long process of moving people along to understand how this could work and getting the buy-in from the various departments so that they would be supportive of this. So this isn't something, again, it is coming as a directive from the top down. However, it was very important to me, and I understand that in order for this to be successful, we had to have everyone on on the same page as us who's going to be supportive. Otherwise, they'd be working against us throughout the process, and it really would not be successful. So I want to say, you know, one, getting the right people is going to be key for this to become a success truly, but also getting the buy-in and making sure that 
the various folks understand this and it does take time. I had multiple meetings with the department directors to get them to kind of visualize what this could look like and because they couldn't see it because it's never been done before and that's what they wanted to be able to see. Well, they wanted to, what other cities have tried this? Well, there aren't any. Yes, they've tried the civilian PIO, but this has never been done. And then saying, let's try it. And if it doesn't work, we'll try something else. Again, for me, it's always key to just find the right people. And I think in government in general, we don't do a very good job as a whole of thinking about, you know, when new jobs open, before you post them, what does that job look like? What is the job you'll need in the future? How does that job description change in five years? And that's what I've really been doing is thinking about what types of positions and people we would need. And I know the type of people that we will want. And millennials, we talk about this in a previous episode, but in order to attract those kind of young, talented people who have the skill sets that are, you know, either they're recently trained in journalism school, maybe, where they understand, you know, the nuances of social media and how to use, you know, new editing software and new technology, or they've worked in an industry where they've been exposed to that every day. It's really, really key because you can't take the people you have and transform them into becoming this. So so please know that when you're listening, you know, you're going to have to, if you want to try to emulate something like this, you're going to have to be able to think of outside of the box about how you get the people that are really kind of these hybrid, well-rounded people with skill sets that kind of come from, like you said, either the marketing and communication side, but can, can do a lot of these things or technology. Um, maybe it's more IT related. Um, we're really lucky with the people that we have. Like you mentioned, none of our, none of our team members have prior government experience. They came from other industries and brought those skills here to give to government and they get to see the impact of their work every day and they get to see this impact they're making and make a difference. And that is what millennials want to be able to do. We just don't create the jobs or spaces for them to do that. And so, you know, it, it was a lot of work to get the police chief and the fire chief and the parks and recreation director and the economic development director to understand the importance of this. But we have major key initiatives, like you mentioned, coming up in 2020, three of them actually a census, which every city in the country also will have a major 2020 election. Every other city in the country also has. And for us, it's also our 100th birthday, which is our centennial year. So we have three key projects and initiatives happening in that year. And so it is important for us to be streamlined, all on message together, all on brand. We have a major rebrand that we're undertaking with a whole new look and feel includes a logo for all of Gilbert. How great will it be when we have people in these various departments who are on brand with us sharing that message and using the tools that we've created? So I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to take us some time to get there. Like I said, it's going to take the right people and that is really key, but I'm really excited about what the next few years are going to bring with these other team members. Yeah, it's going to be life-changing. I can see it already. So I'm super excited. And like you said, we just need to get the right people in. And right now we're hiring for the Parks and Recreation Marketing Coordinator, um, the Fire Digital Media Marketing PIO, and then also the Police Digital Media Marketing PIO. So if any of those jobs sound interesting to you or you want to learn more, like Jana said, check out our website because we'd love to hear from you. Yes, and another change we're going to be making, and we're not posting this job yet, but we're going to have a social media coordinator for both police and fire. So they'll work cross-departmentally with those two teams and then into us where we have a social media person that's dedicated and they'll be focusing just on social media content. So that's another position that's kind of I know it's unique and don't think exists in any other city where all of the public safety social media where our residents are most interested because we know on Instagram and Facebook especially, these are always our 
highest rated, most engaged stories, content, always is public safety related. So we're really going to put an emphasis on that and find a content creator who can focus on just public safety too. So if you don't see or hear the jobs right now that you might like in the future, there also will be. So keep your eye on it. And like we said, visit our website, gilbertaz.gov and look for job opportunities there and continue to follow us as we will come back and talk about how this journey (laughs) transpires over the next 18 months. But You know, it's all about finding the right people and the right team, but we're really excited about it. Very excited. I can't wait to get started. Yes. So thank you so much to our listeners and thank you, Jen, for joining me today. And please follow us and this podcast on Twitter at GovGoneDigital. And we'll see you soon from Gilbert, Arizona on Government Gone Digital. (laughs) 